हेलो हेलो उन्होंने Ata watu wajaona the new studio. Vile nime set up my new studio. Yo gani yake inakaa white car mog na wanaambia studio. This is another one. So only to realize that at this time hiyo hiyo room nini yake ile arabic. Ni jikoni. Ni jikoni. Tuko na study room. So hiyo study room kumbe tu ni jikoni. The bulb holder sa mtu na the bulb holder imeribika study room mafi unajaribu kutumia lucrative terms na nijikoni tu acha ni change bulb yake acha ni change bulb yake ya yellow mara bulb holder mara sijui nini mungu kwa store kwa store kwa room yangu motherfucker kwa store wewe kwa kwa store kwa room yangu kwa store bana ana sawa mimi yani hata zoom imekushinda kutumia mute zoom pia imekushinda kutumia kijana nikutumia zoom jana nikutumia zoom ana vile unatumia vitu azifanyi hata sikusiki tupa hizo earphones unaenda kokota earphones za kobole na unataka kutumia hapa shameless najua mimi nakuona mdomo inasonga mimi sikiki tunasema kwa serious sikusiki juu nasema nini wana uko kwa shimo zoom ndio ilikuwa imekushinda kutumia Unafaka umeje. Hivi mimi kutumia 
Bana zoom sasa ikikushinda ikikushinda ni <laughs> ni mental mental health ni bullying ngo ama uko na any other thing to discuss sijui twende naamua i told you you should yet when you go hot hadi nilitengeza youtube channel art nikaweka kwa youtube the point club featured balance owino hyphen nabo 09 alafu destiny mudeni kevin kevin no yucho na devo sir how is it kevin na devo so when you unajua unajua bado 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 sijafungua sijafungua saumu kuna vile na kuna vile na umia bado nikutumia pesa baf tuliambi una pesa Show me this shit. You remember this shit. Papala. Wakuvuka hizi shit. Season of it umeenda. Season of it umeenda kokota unataka kondringia. Jana mbona unakwanga? Niko 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 na a hole. A hole carton of this shit. Sawa. Sasa unafanyia nini? Unajiona umezeeka sana. nyumba <laughs> sasa kupika umerudi umerudi sijui unanidanganya sijui kwa this is the right time for me to tell you this for me to tell people this is the right time for me hey welcome back to the people club i'm your host dallin sowin ndomo 09 and i'm with my co-host destiny mudenyo destiny mudenyo how has the week been 
Yeah, the week has been good. Very awesome. What, what, what's happening? What's happening in, in, in Nairobi? Uh, we are still under lockdown. Okay. Life is tough, but, but yeah, we are pulling through with our mad pig called Uhuru Kenyatta. We got the boy is no fat. The boy is no fat. You cannot do that to a president. This editing, they are funny, no, but they are just not funny. You cannot do that. He's a big, like the time we elected him first in 2013, I used to be a skinny guy in his youth, and we thought by electing a young leader, that would be impactful to our lives but now he's just fattening his cheeks he's looking like a pig doing nothing living life that he wants listen i'm just happy with the things that he has been doing lately the projects have you been seeing the projects uh launching the first uh it company no 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 let me finish Launching the first mm-hmm. company in Kenya, I don't know, it will be manufacturing gadgets, I don't know what type of gadgets, and uh, also launching the new RV, RV SASA system where lands and people will be able to buy, purchase lands and to make follow ups on their lands online and just on the click of a button, uh, anybody is able mm-hmm. to get the details about his land, his or her land. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, but but to, me, to, me, to, me, to me, that's the law because if we look back uh, since the time we elected him, so far, uh, what he's doing now is just clearing his tracks from all the bad deeds he's been doing. Because, like, we elected him in 2013, bringing up the five agendas he, he was purported to bring into Kenya or bringing laptops to the kids, bringing whatever, whatever, whatever. So far, looking down the line uh, from the past eight to nine years, actually, he's done nothing. We re-elected him the second time. He's done nothing. Now, he's just doing as a tiny favor, as a bid goodbye uh, for the worst presidency ever. But you know, it's just from, only... From, from a, from a small percentage debt we had to a bigger percentage debt we had, he entered the office looking skinny. He's leaving the office <laughs> like, a mean, pig, like a pig, like a pig, yeah. like a pig. So I know, I know he's doing a great thing, but to me, uh, he would have done it sooner rather than later. Because right now, this. These are things that he could have done, like the first time we put him into office, not as he's parting ways with the office, because the next person who is going to be in that seat can't amend anything that he has done, because truly he has, he has brought down the economy of Kenya, like from this place where Kibaki left it to ground zero before even Kenyatta picked it up. Like, Zero, zero, like he's doing literally nothing, nothing, nothing at all. But, but you know, it's, it's just politics, like at the end of the day, he has to clear his way, he has to leave behind a good name, he has to incite us, he has to show us that he has been doing a good job. And you know, it's politics, you can never understand politics. That is how African politics are. 
we have to be it, safe it's a manu- it's a manipulative game like yeah. seriously it's a manipulative game that's well, what they do that's what they do he's doing that he's doing that with other agendas in mind he isn't thinking about the people mm-hmm. he's thinking of his parting gift because to me that's just a diabolical plan to his greater doings he plans on doing before he leaves that office and to me that's a low blow to all kenyans because at the start it's where you could have brought impact not towards the end towards the end that's finality there's nothing more you can do to reassessitate whatever you had done during those previous years you see but, but either way anyway his term is over and at the end of the day still has to live and uh, we are the 190s apparently we are supposed to be the the ones with the say but we have no say we just have to accept that what that is what he has done for the time that he has been in power and move on and wait for the next person to get in power like like i i really fancied him during his first term serving as the president because at that time uh everything he was doing was quite lucid but now after the handshake deal whatever there is no opposition in kenya mm-hmm. raila has failed raila has failed the people terribly and to me he's actually the biggest con artist in disguise it's better we know uhuru and ruto and the whole government is playing us for fools but this person who seems to be leading the is leading people to a greater to a greater cause is actually the con man in disguise the actual con man in disguise because actually i can't see a world where old people can lead a generation of the youth we need to elect the youth to lead the youth there's no room for there's no room for old people because if we look at the old people during their time they were not able to raise what they are trying to raise right now they are just destroying everything that the future generation needs to be in place because right now uh i think ruto is the acting opposition in the government yet as a as president and deputy president they need to be in coexistence but right now it has taken turns first it was opposition and the president taking uh with the handshake whatever and then now it's the dp who is acting as opposition to the government so like we are just diversifying everything and people are just moving out of their roles like we used to regular being opposition like he went in with the handshake whatever and i think it's just a ruse because mm-hmm. he's taking kenyans for fools uh he's using uh his uh what should i call it like uh his uh the ability to gather mass uh mass of the people to deliver the messages like he has a huge following and he's taking that to his own benefit like he's really lying to the people that this this and that but in the long run actually i think he's being paid to sway with kenyans because i think it's a ruse that a guy who is in his 70s actually had corona like like for three for three days then you see him after 3 days that he's jogging running running and that guy like seriously how and you're telling me that a younger person in his 20 dies of corona with no uh medical condition with raila 3 days even even trump himself 
was diagnosed with corona. He was found positive, but it didn't take him three days to start jumping up and about, to start jumping up and about. Because I think what was in place, it was just a certain rules the government had, because like people are now fearing uh, the, the vaccine and whatever due to the blood clot it caused. So like they needed somebody who could persuade the massive to do this. And Riley was the best candidate for that, because now after he was purported to have contracted the COVID virus, people now started going for the jab for the COVID-19 vaccine in large numbers. And that's uh, what the government wanted. To, to clear out uh, the point, uh, when you read the, this, this article that was written by the standard, I think some two days ago, about Kiraitu Murungi narrating his story with, uh, with, the, with, with the fight or narrating his story of how he was, he was almost swept to the grave after he contracted coronavirus. Mm. And he says there in that, uh, in that article that he used to see Raila being dragged out of the hospital. Let me, let me, let me open the article and read it for you. Uh, it was on Twitter and all over the news and KBC, the KBC channel, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it says, yes. says that I watched with pity afraid Raila Odinga, who was being treated for COVID-19 attack, being literally dragged out of bed so that he and the president could be seen together, opening roads in Kajiado and Nairobi. So I don't know if it's a, it's a political plan or anything, because even the media is not that trustworthy. The media is also deceiving. And uh, yeah, the media is also deceiving. Mm -hmm. But anyway, they're just politicians. Uh, some are selfish, some are good. Most of them are selfish, actually, and we have to live with that. And it's the African politics that the African politician just thinks about himself all over the world. Anyway, away yeah. from away from politics, away from politics. Yeah. Uh, there's a video that was going around of the girl named Lufuno. I think the girl is from South Africa, where the girl was. Uh, being discriminated for being dark-skinned or dark-toned. And uh, uh, fellow light-skinned girls were beating her up and bullying her up, uh, and bullying her, beating her up and mistreating her in school. And then you see, what's so, what's so shaming is that students were actually watching and recording whatever was being done instead of taking action. And later, in the later, the story goes that um, uh, this girl went ahead and committed suicide and left a letter saying that, left a letter to her, to the people who, to the students who were bullying her. So it's sad that such a thing is happening in Africa, colorism and, uh, and racism, color, color discrimination. It's sad that such a thing is happening with her. And uh, we don't, we don't, we don't condone, we, we are really against bullying and any form of discrimination because we are all black in Africa. We are all black people and color should not discriminate us. And, but come to think of it, is suicide really the best option? Um, like like uh, with Lufano, uh, due to that, uh, that feeling of 
being unwanted, uh, being stigmatized by the society uh, due to the color of our skin and uh, judging from other perspectives, uh, there was the notion that uh, she was also being bullied for because she was not beautiful. How could you judge somebody's beauty at beauties in the eyes of the beholder? Because right now, I, I think I think the governments are also failing us in certain ways by, like, you need to like be conducting uh, scrutiny surveys, like you need to check up on your students. And I also have an issue with the students just on looking uh, during that incident and that particular student who was actually recording uh, that girl being beaten is actually sort of just is acting like the purported journalists we have right here in Kenya. You're seeing someone suffering. Yes, you don't want to intervene yeah. just because you want uh, a bit of popularity and whatever. Because like, she was recording it with, yeah, with an intent. I think the intent was actually uh, to get more followers and to get uh, to get an active an active participation in social media, yet the other person who was being tortured was actually suffering either physically or uh, mentally. And uh, I think uh, that girl never got to speak out and like tell people what was really bothering her. And uh, the action that the other girls took for her not being pretty, because if you if you deem yourself to be pretty. Why go ahead and disturb someone else who is not pretty? Mm. Just leave them the way they are. Yeah. You continue with your life. Like, it, why would that bother you that that other person is not pretty? If you deem yourself to be pretty, then you need to roll with people who you think they are pretty and just leave the other multitudes whom you look down upon. Let them be. Let them be. There's no, no thing such. There's no actual actual uh, positivity in uh, torturing the other person due to their beauty or the color of their skin. And uh, just looking at all angles of that incident, I'd say, cause actually if I look at South Africa, uh, it's one of the odd one out countries in Africa, actually cause it doesn't have a, it doesn't have a specific thing, just named South Africa. They don't have anything that truly defines them. They don't have a, a name. It's like saying North Africa. It's just called South Africa. They don't have a name defining them exactly. And if you look at South Africa, uh, though back then they used to fight apartheid, right now I'd say we are looking more forward into the US having racial discrimination. Yet back here at home in South Africa, uh, it's where there's racial segregation and discrimination at large because in South Africa, uh, more black people tend to die, but it doesn't hit the airwaves because nobody would care. They say they're in an African society. How comes a black man is being killed by a white man? Because actually there was also another video going on around, I think some part of January and last year, whereby a white man went to a petrol station and he was calling uh, the 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 station attendants monkeys could you fill up my gas and like they really whooped his ass uh, they gave him a beating he deserved because it's up to us as ourselves to take uh, action into our own hands because the government wouldn't do that for us and we need to take a stand say no to racism at all 
no to racism. And one more thing that I'd like is that we uh, should create that mental awareness because like this girl was completely suffering from depression and stigmatization. They need to be uh, advocates for such movements uh, against racial discrimination and stigmatization. And to, uh, and to bring that outward, there is need to bring mental health education to the citizens and tell them of the adverse effects of being totally depressed or whatever the cause is. And there is the need to put in measures and ways to find help for those who are undergoing depression and, and stigmatization because a mental health disorder is quite, it's quite many grotesque because with that girl she was being tortured, that was she was suffering physically. Exactly, uh, being tortured physically and also her mental capacity was being tortured. So she was falling into depression. And so I think uh, what she had in mind for her finality was to take away her own life, thereby gaining whatever uh, is deemed to be eternal peace. Because if she's dead, no one would discriminate her, neither would uh, anyone stigmatize her for how she looks and for the color of her skin. So uh, all, what I would like to add the government, uh, all the African governments and anyone in particular who has the power within their hands to like lead something, to lead um, a notion or a motion into place that uh, to guard against uh, all the, the whatever's that uh, come out of uh, mental issues because they need to create awareness among mostly teenagers because during the past few days it's mostly teenagers who are suffering due to mental health and depression most of them are falling into depression and if you take keen into it uh, if you look at it keenly more I'd say most of the Kenyan youth are actually walking into drugs because they think it will justify most of them are actually depressed. Most of them want to fit into the other personalities they see on social media. And now most of them are engaging in drugs. And later on, uh, when the drugs hit them hard, it will lead them maybe into uh, depression. That depression leads them into maybe taking away their own lives. So some of them, the drugs could actually sort of alter their brain and they may never go back to normal as it was. So they need to create mental awareness and that's key if you want a healthy nation. And still on the, on the suicide talk and, uh, and uh, now that we are creating awareness about uh, mental talk and, uh, and building, we want to build a continent that is very aware of mental issues because <clears throat> This, this this option suicide being an option is not mm. only among the teenagers. It has even rise. It has even gotten into the minds and the brains and the blood and the souls of eleven year olds. 
you can imagine a boy as young as 11 year old Charles committed suicide on his mother's birthday. This was a post on Instagram, I think, as a birthday gift to his mm -hmm. mother. So the boy had left her saying, a letter saying, on today's special day, I want you to be the happiest parent ever. You always tell me every day that happiness left your life the day I was born. You told me dad left because of me. So today I want to change things. I want you to be very happy and live as I never existed, as if I never existed. You told me you told me you'd never look at me with love, but I always loved you and I admired you as the best mom on earth. I hope one day you will think of me. I hope in heaven you'd finally hold me and kiss me. The best gift I could ever give you is living your life as you've always wished. As you've always told me you wished I was never born. I love you, mom. Happy birthday. So you see, when it reaches at this point, it also calls. It is a it is an awakening call, awakening call, I can say, to everyone that this mental talk issue is not only for a specific class of people. It's like for everyone. We need to nurture our kids from as soon as they are brought into the world and they are able to know the difference between right and wrong and they have started interacting with the world. We need to weigh our words what we say to them mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, and, all, and all of that so that they are not affected with words because most of the times I can say or most of the cases of depression and suicide when you dig into them this immature death because uh, suicide, suicidal cases when you dig into them mm -hmm. it's because of either it's mainly because of rejection and uh, yeah. our parents or the elderly in the society, it is a pity that they do not understand that most of the time they are the ones who cause this. And they realize very late that they are the ones who are hurting their kids even as, at a very young age when such a thing happens. You see, like this is a very late realization that you put your kid under so much mental turmoil. And uh, People do not realize that it is, it, is a, it is a modern world, as we usually say on this podcast, and people are evolving. Like, our kids, we don't expect our kids to be as tough as we are. So maybe we need to be open-minded and realize that as the generation continues growing or as the generation continues evolving, they become more subtle and, uh, and easily succumb to pressure and to succumb to little but weighty things like the words that we say out of our mouths and parents out there need to realize this that watch whatever you say to your kid because he is not he or she is not like you you are brought up in the society where you know you're both in the iron fist society where the parent used to give orders and it had to be done used to say anything and whatever he or she has said it has to be followed but just like technology, we evolved. Like the technology advancement of phones. Each day, new and more delicate phones are produced. The same way, each day, more delicate human beings are brought into the world. That's why we need to bring this mental realization into the public and this mental awareness campaign into the public. And to and to and personally, I would like to say it loud that this mental awareness campaign should start with our parents and the 
the elderly in the society. They should watch out what they say. They should they should be careful what they tell their kids and whatever they put their kids through. I don't know what is your saying on that. Uh-huh. So so uh, so you look at that situation where that that kid of 11 years old got to commit suicide. I think uh, that parent used to traumatize uh, that kid due to what happened between her and the father of the kid. Each person has 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 something that is bothering them, and each person needs to come through and uh, and waylay whatever is withholding them down. And so, if you look at that kid that committed suicide at the age of eleven, it's because after he was he or she was born, uh, after that kid was born, the parent used to traumatize that kid. Like you are the reason your father left us. Yeah, the reason why happiness was never granted after your birth. So that kid lives on knowing that he or she is the cause or of whatever is happening to their life at that moment. And the only thing they can think of is that without them being in the equation of that life, mm-hmm. then everything would go back to simplicity. Yeah. And so therefore they decide to take away their own lives or run away from home. And if they do that, you know, even if you hated that person, there's that negative feeling that resuscitates, uh, remains in your life, you see? And there's that thing that would keep on bothering you. Like that, that lady, that woman, wherever she is up to date, I don't think her life would ever be better because she prompted that kid to take away his own life. Thereby, you've ended that life prematurely. You'd, you'd have that guilty conscience in your life that you made this kid die at a certain age. Although you were seeking happiness in the long run, you wouldn't have happiness. So what I think is that if, you, if we are to kill away this mental issue thing, we need to like take it seriously, advocate it to all genders, all races, and all ages across all platforms, whether on social media platforms or whether physically, we need like to advocate for mental awareness, whereby not only is it to serve for the youth only, but also uh, for the old, for the young, and for the generation that is yet to come and for the present generation that is there today. So there is need for like, uh, for the past two months, I think people have been killing each other. There's, mm-hmm. there's been random cases of murder all across the country, whereby you find a lady stabbing his man cause of whatever this reason, or the husband chopping off all his kids, killing them, then killing guys, then committing suicide. Cause that, what I term that is, that is mental, disorientation or mental disorder because that person is literally suffering and is going into depression and he thinks by taking the lives of his loved ones and his own life is 
generating peace yet in the long run that's not peace that's brutal that's ending another person's life when their time is not due or not you see so we need to advocate for such uh for such mental awareness at a very tender edge and even through uh through life we need to continue advocating for such things as mental health and looking at those diverse effects that one uh is due to fall sullen into after being depressed and how to recover and all the necessary measures that need uh that need to be put should be put in place by the government we as the society and we as the continuing generation because the old generation is backing away so we as the new generation need to continue advocating for such things so as to keep uh the country the society and the whole generation at par and to be in equal harmony not that whatever they can't solve should be solved by death or by murder we need to come up with solutions to help combat whatever is happening thereby leading a healthy nation you see so i think we've said enough and we've come to the end of the show and just to conclude is that please suicide is not an suicide is not the best option suicide should be an option there are people out there who can talk to you and please when someone comes to talk to you just be kind enough to give them a listening ear listen to them and encourage them because it is sad that nowadays our family is not exactly our family our family ends up uh, ends up uh, rejecting us it ends up treating us and we go through all that shit because most of the times and it's sad because of our family so let us be open and let us care about each other and before we leave i would like to say to the whole public that please stay safe and uh, continue sanitizing continue washing your hands it is much safer when you stay indoors and uh, this thing is real and uh, be aware i was given a an insight by one of my friends who studies uh, clinical medicine that there are some there's some masks which are which are infected so be aware make sure you buy the correct mask make sure you buy the right mask it is if it's possible buy it from a chemist yeah and uh, yeah just buy it from a chemist and be careful stay safe and keep staying those this was the 50 points club thank you <laughs>